Denial is a river in Egypt and karma isn't real? You're going to want to stick around for this God Friended Me after show. I'm Maria Menounos and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the squad is here. We're in the building. What's going on, guys? We've got the whole panel with us today for the God Friended Me after show. Super excited to be here. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the after show. This is season two, episode seven, Instant Karma, which is exactly what some of these people think they have going on in their lives, and we're talking all about it today. So before we get started, my girl who always has a word of God on the brain, this is one of our hosts, Selly. Hey, what's going on? And our good friend, friend of God and God friend in me, super fan, Rochelle in the house. Hey, friend, hey. <laughs> and always in touch with her soft side and getting us to see the love in the episode, Mina Wahab. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys again for tuning in. So we have a few topics we want to talk. We want to talk denial because we think something's going on with Arthur Finer here and maybe a little bit with Allie. And then we want to talk about the concept of karma not being real. Is that the case? We will go into more details on that. And the number 11 because it was so symbolic throughout the whole show. We're diving deep on that. And you'll want to stick around because we have a little bit of news and gossip and our special segment, God Speaks. So let's party, ladies. So excited. Yes. What did you guys think about the show overall? Instant karma. Ooh. Well, hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Everybody hello. 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 On the topic of karma, especially how this being a godly show, mm-hmm. um, not saying that nothing's wrong with having karma, but you know, it's either one or the other. Some people say they believe like in the universe or they believe in karma, so it was really cool to touch on a topic that others some believe and some don't. So I thought it was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had this conversation recently with someone who's like a believer, and I was like, "Well, can you believe in karma and believe in Jesus? Like, how do you put mm-hmm. all your faith in Jesus and believe that?" this is already like if your sins have already been paid for then how does karma exist so it was a very deep and interesting conversation so same I I piggyback off Rochelle like it's a really great topic to talk about especially on a show like this because it really challenges your belief system and really Mm. forces you to like look in the mirror and look deeper into what you believe in and why you believe in it because I think it's important to get to those answers like that's part of the journey of whatever your faith walks look like it doesn't matter what it is I pray that you're you know following what makes you the best you but in that process really hold strong to it and not that you have to defend it but there should be some sort of sense of pride within yourself of how you get there yeah yeah, I don't think the, the whole concept of the show is whether karma or not is real. I think it's whatever it means to you, whatever you believe in, like what Prancelli's saying. And I think, I don't know, this this episode, it, it triggered me in so many ways that I don't know if I'm going to get into every way it triggered me, but I just felt like there was a lot of themes of guilt and, oh, I wish I didn't do this, and, and now look at what happened because I did this one thing, and... I don't know, I felt like I could relate to that a lot, and, like, the the scene at the end, I'm not going to spoil it now, I just got so emotional. It was, like, too much. It was too much for me. So this, I, I don't know, this episode really, I know I cry in, like, previous episodes, <laughs> and I am the softie on the panel, but this episode really affected me. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's very understandable. It's very packed. And I love what you said about it being a choice, because this character, uh, Samir Patel, he felt so convicted. There was... 
his character was very heavy. There was so much weight on him the whole time. So we're going to talk about that. But before we talk about him, let's talk about Denial. Because mm. I have to admit, the second I saw Arthur Finer up there just big kicking it over brunch with, <laughs> with Allie, like nothing was going on. Like, yeah, I'm a caller. It's going to be good. Da, da, da. I'm like, sir, right. you offended Trish. Right. I, is Arthur in Denial? What do you think? I think I just finished watching Love Jones because they just put an awesome black movie on Netflix, and I just see the Love Jones all in that, just playing games. Oh, you play no. Quit playing games with my heart. <laughs> That's all I gotta say on that. <laughs> just like stop playing games, baby. But you know. You know what? I'm going to say that for predictions. But yeah, what y'all feel about that? Yeah, he feels like he has it in the bag, and this is something that bothers Mm. me. I Mm. feel like even though he's a good person, we know he has good intentions, I think sometimes you get comfortable with your partner and you start taking them for granted, thinking that they'll always be there, even if they're not getting fulfilled in the relationship. And I think that it's really foolish to think that way, because you have something great, like nurture that, don't take it for granted, because it could not be yours, and he's not really getting that she could well, you know, she could really walk away from from all of this. And if he's, he keeps saying, wow, she's the love of my life, she's like one of the most important people to me, then show it. It's Mm. such a hard thing to, mm, it's such a fine line because here's the thing, right? Love, purpose, all those, like, how do you choose between the love of your life and the reason why you're here on earth? You know, like, I, I, that's a, mm. and then also what, there's a fine line between faith and being comfortable. Mm. Like, you know, having faith that it's going to work itself out because if this is what I'm called to do and this is really who God meant for me to be with, it's going to work out. So I don't think that you don't work mm. for it. I mean, it's just, again, where do you find that happy but, medium? But for it, you know faith without work. Faith without work is dead. I know. That's what yeah. I mean. So how do you find the balance, though? Because it's so, I, I think it's, it's kind of judgmental of us to just pass judgment and say, Correct. oh, he just thinks he got it in Correct. the bag because we don't know his heart. His heart, might, he might be speaking from a place where he genuinely has faith that if they've built a foundation that's on solid rock and that's really on love, that they'll figure out a way to work through this and he's just giving her time and space, right? But it, it's I, cool what he's yeah. saying, but it's his actions that's bothering us. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. I, can, I can understand good. that too. I, I get you're saying like, you know, we don't know what's in his heart. But I think at the same time, like, you could have good intentions and have a good heart. And I think he does have good intentions and have a good heart. But what does that mean if she doesn't feel that love? Right. He can feel that towards her. If he's not communicating that in a way that makes her feel loved, then what's she getting out of it? I agree. He can love her to the moon and beyond, and she cannot feel it. And then why is she even in this relationship? She can know it and not feel it. And then it's like, well, I could get this somewhere else. Which is why you have to find that happy medium. You know, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, it's right. definitely a fine line. A part of me thinks he really doesn't know better and that mm-hmm. he does need to have conversations with Miles and Allie to kind of jumpstart his behavior. You know, sometimes we know things and he's a mature man. He's been married and all these things. But that's also the good part about having good people around you because sometimes they just need to spark the idea in you to make a move. That's he, true. I think he, he yeah. did seem a little green. Like, mm-hmm. oh no. Like you said, I'm just going to give her space. Like, yeah. we built this foundation. This is my one and we're getting married. He was very matter of fact. I feel like sometimes women also say they need space and it's like, I need a little bit, not a lot and I think he's giving her too, too much. much space mm-hmm. where it seems like he's not even fighting for her at this mm. point. And 
I mean, how long do you expect her to just wait around as you pursue your passion? Like, what is she there for? And she's it's not old ju- to be yeah, playing games. She's not going to just, like, it's, it's one thing to support your partner and be like, I understand this is your life's purpose. I support you, honey. I love you. But at what point does it become your work is your priority and your relationship isn't and you're not balancing the two? I get wanting to make your purpose a priority. Your purpose should be your priority, but so should the love of your life. And if you can't balance the two, then you miss out on one and... Like, I don't feel bad for you if you miss out on it because you could have fixed it. I mean, you better go in on him. Girl. Okay, me okay. Right. I just have I'm to not right. yeah. And this is coming from the biggest Arthur Finer supporters. So. I'm just so happy it's that real. you removed yourself from looking at him as, you know, Joe and looking at him as Arthur because he mm-hmm. is a flawed character. You right, know, he's right. Yes. We all are. And growing and evolving just, mm-hmm. you know, as we all are. I love that. Such great feedback on denial. That's amazing. So I was, we were seeing the same uh, denial kind of in Allie's character. Yes. Where, but it's the other side of denial where she's coming to realize that the denial she was in was for a reason. So she wrote her paper and it wasn't approved by her uh, mentor. Mm-hmm. And she discovered, yeah, the passion's not there because she has a passion for something else. That's shedding yeah. light on old denial and moving into a different path. So what do we think real quick about Allie and that discovery for her? <laughs> well, you know, let me sip my tea. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> I was like, ah! Okay. It's because I called it. But I'll save that for predictions. Um, but it was interesting because it's true. Like, we're going down a certain path, a certain journey, right? We think we know what direction we're supposed to be going in. And then, and then things, life, comes, life comes in and changes. And so I don't necessarily know if it's denial. I think that when you've been pursuing something for so long, it, it just makes sense that it's right. And sometimes when you feel this thing in the pit of your stomach, you don't know what that is. And it's not necessarily denial. It's like, oh, maybe I'm getting cold feet because I'm nervous because I'm almost at the finish line. Like, she's almost at the finish line. So, like, you start thinking, oh, something's trying to stop me from getting to my end goal as opposed to like it's really what you're not supposed to do yeah and she had to have another person sometimes we need people around us to bring that to light what did you think about her switch I mean it's dope when you see someone have an epiphany especially on camera it's pretty fun to see and it just shows how life is is you plan something one way and then life comes and do something else but it's awesome it's an awesome journey. It's a blessing that we're here to all experience that. So when I see that, it's just it just shows me that you think you got it, and then you just don't know what's going to happen next month, next week, next hour. Mm-hmm. You know, just go along and have fun with it. So it's pretty fun to finally see, to shed some light on Ali, because, you know, we don't really see her much on the show. We see her, you know, we come to the bar, she makes a little drink, she do her thug thistle. But, <laughs> you does. know, now it's about that time. Like, I'm trying to see baby girl. So okay, baby girl. <laughs> So it's excited to see that she's going to have a lot more fun in this season because clearly we have more I'm to excited. play on. Yes, so like that's what I see. I'm excited yeah. to see what she's about to do, girl, because now she need a new boot thing. You know what I'm saying? She got a new... Yeah. Does yeah. she have a new boot? No, no she's saying we want to see her. a new... Oh, okay. Yeah. Like she see, I was like, wait everything. a minute, I missed that. Please don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like she, she doesn't have much to play on right gotcha. now. So now yeah. it's just all for the new, new, new. And that's a word uh, for us all, you know, like just when you're thinking everything, you know, don't mm-hmm. worry about all the negatives or you thought, oh, you shed light. Mm-hmm. What, what was the word that she said? That she shed light on her old dreams or something like uh, that? I don't even remember. But just like, you know, all the old things, uh, denial. The you know, deni- all yes. the old denials that she had, it's like now you have something new to look forward to, all this new 
fun stuff. So I'm excited. Right. Yeah. I'm just excited to see her character grow. I really, yeah, I really hope we see her get involved with the God account because we had, you know, other people get involved with it. But I feel like just something from her perspective, where, because she always has the best, the best advice. advice. Right? She really does. She's the voice of reason. She's a psychologist. And I feel like watching the rapport between her and her brother working on the God account would be really cool. I yeah. really want to see that happen. Mm. That would be fun. That'd be really good to see. But huh. kind of like she needs her own light. She needs her she own needs light. She needs her own lane. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of looks, okay. well, from the looks of things. You know, like she might be going into ministry. Mm. <laughs> so we will see about that. But before we move on to our second topic, Mina, do you want to let the good fans know? Yeah, so if you're not subscribed to us already, click that subscribe button right now. Leave us a comment because we read everything you guys send us and it's a better way for us to engage with you. Make sure to leave us two thumbs up. But if you're not on YouTube right now and you're not watching us and you're listening to us, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Give us a little comment there. We'll read that too. You know, that obviously helps us to continue to grow, but it's also cool because we can do what we love every week and engage with you guys. So thank you so much for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. We also have a bunch of other channels at AfterBuzz, not just AfterBuzz TV Comedy. We have AfterBuzz TV Reality Channel, Dramas. So you can subscribe to all of those channels on YouTube. Yeah. Period. Period. Do it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much See? for sharing that. <laughs> and thank you to everyone who's on the live chat. Um, yes. Ashton Knight said, I feel like the person you're seeing should be understanding when it comes to your dream job, especially when it gives you the opportunity to help people more. Wow. Mm. That's good. Like, if you're thank doing you, good onto the world, it's kind of selfish to just keep that person all to yourself. Yeah, yeah I I, I've, I've been well, I saying know. that for a few weeks now about Trish. It's like, that fine line, ma'am. Thing. Sit down. You want him all to yourself. But like, what if? But I don't think it's that she wants him all to herself. She's not really getting any of him right now. Well, she Is did she? go to the farm. I mean, maybe she'd be getting more. <laughs> right, she, she didn't disappear. <laughs> like, but she's not here to receive at the moment. <laughs> so, unfortunately, he does make time. He can. He it, just this is very new. Right. I think it's hard if she's retired and doesn't have anything going on and he's right. consumed with work 24-7 and they had that conversation already that they both would be retired together thinking that they have endless amounts of time with each other. It totally shifts the dynamic when he's working and he's busy again and she's not because now she has a surplus of time where she's kind of just like waiting around for him and she's like, well, why am I like living yeah. my life waiting for you? I have a prediction you? on that. I don't mm. know. She Ooh. has to find her own passion maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Um, so we'll, we'll see soon what happens with them two. But next, let's just jump into our second topic. Because Samir Patel, one of the characters in the show, um, said something really powerful that karma isn't real. And I think it was Rakesh. She was talking about Hinduism and whatnot. But they likened karma to spiritual cause and effect. So I kind of like that simple right. um, term of things. Wait, doesn't Samir believe in it? Because that's what the whole lottery situation. Yeah, yeah, he believes in karma, but, oh, I'm sorry, his brother, one of them said that karma wasn't real, and it kind of it it sparked us to kind of... No, 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 no. Samir, Samir is believes in it. Jay, maybe it was his brother. Either way, we want to talk about karma, because this is something that Samir's character took very seriously. Right. So what do you guys think? If you found a lottery ticket on the ground, do you think the way he viewed the ticket, his wife's uh, horrific getting hit by a cab mm-hmm. out of the blue death... Mm-hmm. And all of this, is that how you would have played it? Do you think yeah. he was in the right space? I, Why, Mina? Okay, here's the thing. I totally understand it. It 
here's the thing. I don't think karma is necessarily cause and effect, but I do think that there is a correlation there where you don't know what caused the other. But now that this happened, this tragedy happened while he found the lottery ticket, it's not that that caused his his wife to die, right? It's that now he has a negative association with mm-hmm. the lottery ticket because of his wife's death. And because of that negative association, he's trying to steer away from anything that he thinks is morally corrupt because he doesn't want to have to deal with that negative association again. And I can totally, 100% relate to that. him because I don't think it's necessarily the point that karma is real or karma isn't real. I don't think that matters. And I get into this discussion all the time with this person, and I get so frustrated because he always says, no, life is filled with coincidences, luck, happy coincidences, sad coincidences, and why do bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people if karma is a thing? But the way I see it is whatever good you put out into the world, mm-hmm. it's going to come back to you. And yeah, you're going to have some struggles, but if you're doing things with good intentions and you have, you know, this thought that I'm going to do good, I think that'll come back to you. It's the guilt that's eating him up. It's not this idea of karma. It's this idea of, like, he knew he didn't act in correspondence to his own ethics and moral compass. Mm -hmm. And that's where there's, like, a a lack of alignment there. And I think that's more important than karma in, in this instance. It doesn't even matter what you call it. It's just acting in any way that isn't true to who you are is going to make you feel that way and, mm-hmm. and bad things are going to happen because you're not you're not aligned mm-hmm. yeah and just to piggyback off of that I always say this to my friends and family and I put this in myself is that you pay for your peace however and I believe mm-hmm. that his peace was worth more than a million dollars if something bad Word. was to happen when he cashed that in would he be able to handle that again yeah. so it was worth way more so it didn't really bother him of course some people it's like a million dollars I'll do that but yeah. him having to deal with those second demons god forbid if anything would have happened if a dog had got ran over as soon as right. he you know, could he handle that? Right. And it's, it's not, not worth it. And it's not his to cash. And I get, here's the thing, this is what makes it so complicated. I get that there's this idea that, okay, if he doesn't cash it, then no one's going to get it. It's just going to go to some big corporation. Why not take it? Mm-hmm. I totally get that, and I totally relate to it. But at the same time, it is money that is kind of evil in a sense, because it's not yours, and it's gambling. It's like, it's against, it's not money that's earned. It's money that is won through luck. And I have my own thoughts on that. I don't think that gambling is inherently wrong, especially if that money is coming from a corporation that profits off of making lotto tickets that people spend $200 a year on. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like it wasn't his money to cash, but... Just that whole process of him, you know, saying, I I have to get it signed by the rightful owner instead of cashing it. I, I thought it was so extra, but it's, <sighs> it's crazy how it ended up being the thing that saved him. And that shows you that when you stay true to your morals and your mm-hmm. ethics... Like, it's almost like God wanted him to be there, and I feel like that made me super emotional, because I went through something like that with, you know, finding my grandma in a way that I didn't want to find her, but, like, I was meant to be there at that time. Yeah. So, like, I related to the guilt, I related to, like, everything he felt, and it made me super emotional watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Pansali, what did you think about that? You know, it's interesting, because, again, as a believer, it's really hard to buy into karma, although um, I've been in the live chat was saying that it was Miles who said that karma was real. Thank you very so much. Thank you so much, thank you for, for that. that And it's interesting because the same kind of thing, because it's really hard for me to believe that, like, a woman who 
you know, lost everything in a hurricane or a family who lost everything in a fire, that that's somehow their karma, right? Like mm-hmm, that, yeah. I can't reconcile with that. Mm-hmm. But I do believe what you plant in the world, you get back. And even Ashton, who says he's an atheist, he believes in karma for the fact of cause and effect. If something, you do something bad, mm-hmm. then... So, it, it's so again, it's so tricky. It's such a hard thing to talk about because I will never tell someone you That's can't believe apartment. in that. Yeah. I do agree with Mina. Like, if you stay true to whatever conviction is yours, and it's really important to just do good onto the world, but it was so important for him to stay on this path, and that helped him find his freedom because he was so chained and bound to this idea that then he had to find a light at the end of the tunnel in order to free himself from how this idea was keeping him captive. So ultimately, I'm all about just people being free. You know, whatever that looks like for you and how you get there, that's your business. That's between you and who you answer to. But I just, it's so important for us to be free here. Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's exactly what Samir did. And it was nice to see that his brother Jay came around and didn't didn't give him a hard time about it because... Having freedom is the ultimate peace. Like, it would have been terrible had he cashed mm-hmm. it and, you know, things snowballed from there all to save a business. Then the business goes out again or loses a huge case or whatever it is. And then he goes back to, because we funded this with bad money and all of these things. So I'm glad he has the support system he needs because it was really nice to see him, Judy, and Jay all get together and figure out how to save the business, which... Everything worked out in the end for everyone, I think, karma or not. I'm stuck on it, you know. There's points in my life where I believed in karma and I believe in God and Mm -hmm. all these things, but I kind of agree with Ashton at the end of the day, you know, in part. um, You know, if you put bad out, you're going to get bad back. And if you put good out, you're going to get good back. But then there's also good and bad that happens in between. It's just life. So so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Would you have cashed the ticket? Yes. I'm a, I would have cashed the ticket. I don't, yes, I don't yes. know if that would have been I guilt. don't know. I really don't know. So if I, I don't found know, a lottery I... ticket on the ground, that's my blessing for the day. Ooh. Somebody dro- I don't know if I would have gotten... I don't have a Rakesh in my life. <laughs> I'm not going to check. No police scanners. Talk to Kara, nothing. That I just so you'd don't. cash the lottery yeah. I, don't, I cannot say that I would have thought twice about it. I would have been like, "Dang!" If you find twenty dollars on the ground, you don't call CCTV to see. Who. I usually do. Not, oh, not, no. not even kidding. I don't call them, but like <laughs> I still remember. Like ever since I was a kid, because I was such a goody two shoes, I still remember someone left like five bucks in this high school classroom, and I was like, "Oh my god, what if it's their lunch money?" And I was like freaking out, and I that told the teacher, I was, "I was like, hey, someone lost this. It could, it could be theirs." They so I just, stole like, it from their mama purse. Yeah, and I, <laughs> it belonged to you. That teacher took that money and bought her own lunch. Oh, right? that's and me. I, and I remember the teacher was like, "Thank you so much for doing this." And I, I she was thought, like, "Ooh, that's my weed money." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like I have to do whatever I can live with. I'm not gonna be like, damn, that five bucks. I could have like, I could have gone big back in high school. Well, five bucks in a million. That's two hot Cheeto bags, one Capri Suns, two Snickers. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Yeah. So, what about you guys? Let us know in the chat. Would you have cashed in the lottery ticket, or would have you done the good deeds? Did you answer? What would you do? Some, some, I, I, um, I. Depends what day you catch me on. I mean, Ivan said, um, I'm, <laughs> I must not be a good person because I would have cashed the ticket. Hey, Ivan. <laughs> and I, Ashton said, This might sound wrong, but if I found a random lottery ticket on the sidewalk randomly, then I would have kept it. Go. Right. I, I mean, for keeping it's it so buck. hard for me. I mean, listen, my birthday's in 10 days. And when I was a little girl, my <laughs> mom, you know, I got to play that ass. You know what I'm saying? My cash You want to bless me. You want to bless me. You want to bless me. Not joking. But, 
it, no, because it made me think about my mom. Like, there was a time where my mom didn't have any money to put together a birthday for me. And I can only think about how mothers feel. I was too young to even remember, but my mom told me the story. She found a wallet mm. on the street walking, and she found she felt like it was God giving her, like, there was money in the wallet, and she used that money to be able to throw me a birthday party. Mm. So it's like... Is my mom a horrible person no. for keeping the money from the wallet? You know, like, it's just like, so it depends. It really does. Yeah, it does. Well, in this case, thank God it worked out. Um, so we'll just go on to our third topic because that, that was just so good. You guys were yeah. on the road today. I love it. <laughs> so let's talk about this number 11 because Ooh. this is such a big topic. We're in an 11 universal year. This is the 11th month. 11-11 is tomorrow. I really we love got, 11. Yeah, Jeremiah 11, Grinnell. There, 11 oh, numbers, no, the Grinnell picture. One. There's everything here. So there's so much going on with 11s. <laughs> Let's just talk about numerology for a moment and the significance of 11 in this show. Let's do it. I guess I'll get into it. Because, yes. you know, um, uh, Allie, when she got up to speak tonight, she did quote a scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. Which is? So, um, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper for you, and not to harm you, but to give you hope in the future. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. Receive that. Hold on, real quick. I just want to shout out my sister. That's her favorite verse. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you, Keisha Grill. You know, they don't blame you out. Okay, go ahead, continue. But they say, you know, 11 is a master number. It's an angel number. It's it's really high in the vibration. But the number one itself is about leadership, optimism, positivity, and initiative. So when you master it and put it together, Mm. 11, 11, the number 11 represents a personal power which is higher or more spiritual so a lot of times it's associated when you see it repeatedly like together there's something about something's trying to tell you like it's time to look at what your purpose is your spiritual guidance so i think it was interesting how fitting how fitting for this episode that ali's trying to figure out like this is a crossword in her life but it says that you can be of great service to other people. This is a spirit, like it's usually around how to help others, is what this number signifies. Wow. Is the, how it signifies. So I'm like, wow, Allie wants to serve people. That's what she was telling Miles in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. man, you have a purpose. Our father has a purpose. Mm-hmm. What is mine? And I really, really love that. And, and, and what I love too is that, you know, we didn't talk about it, but. Carl finally said I love you to Miles. Like, how do we yes. feel about that? A lot of new beginnings here. Look at your face. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shade. There's so much shade coming from that side I'm of the panel. Right. Well, I'm just smiling. I knew the camera wasn't on me and you what didn't have to do that. <laughs> she feels the same way. I mean, how do we feel, guys? She finally said I love you. It's about she time. Um, yeah, it's about time. I'm kind of uh, over her and all that because I be, you know... Miles is a good man. He keeps showing up. He's been there for her. He's been solid. So for me, she's been pussyfooting behind too long ago for me. But it's nice. I'm glad she finally had a moment to overcome her fears and what was holding her back. But girl, you put day late in a dollar short, but that's okay. Everybody's allowed to move at their own pace. But I just kind of was like, all right, great. It was kind of just a side note for me because I was kind of hoping for it a few episodes back. Mm -hmm. That's my take. Yeah. No, I get that. I... I totally get the frustration with that because it's like, how did it take you this long to say that? But you have to keep in mind, we all have different capacities to love in different cases. And I think that's really hard for me to remember because I'm someone that if I'm with someone, I want them to tell me how they feel like every step of the way. I don't want to have to wait for things forever. Like, I don't like that. I want someone (laughs) who's expressive, who can open up to me because feeling like you're pulling teeth is hard. So Miles has been really patient with her. But with that being said, I feel like if you have, like, years and years of 
abandonment issues, trauma. Right. You can't expect that to be resolved overnight with, like, one relationship. That's something that takes time, and I think it's beautiful that they've been able to work through that and be so patient with each other, because that's hard. It it's is. hard to, like, know how you feel about someone and be able to express it, and someone else not be able to, like, reciprocate it in the same way that you say it. So Miles, like, is a really tough person who's very patient to be able to, you know, handle that with someone he loves so much. Did you have any thoughts on it, Rochelle? Not at all. All right. Well, moving right along. (laughs) I'm saying. (laughs) No, it's okay. But we think it's sweet. And Mina, I can take that to heart. That's very, you know, true. There's two sides of the coin. No, uh, um, no, I mean, I don't have nothing really negative to say on that. Because honestly, everything you guys were saying, I was just meditating on it. And it is true. Like, to be fair, you know, like, Cara did go through a lot, especially with her parents and and her upbringing. So, you know, like, I really don't have a comment on that. You know, like, you know, we're all team Brandon. Um... Excuse me, Miles. And they're on the first name cases, apparently. Wow. <laughs> Look who's talking. Brandon don't know me. Brandon do not know me, y'all. But what's up, homie? <laughs> he knows us. He loves us. Shout out to Brandon Michael Hall. But yes, so we love seeing the evolution of the character and we're so grateful for that. So I think this would be a good time to uh, dive into some news and gossip. <laughs> There's a lot of gossip coming from this one. <laughs> Hey friends, I'm Rochelle and I'm here with your good news and I'm so excited for these news because it's good, good, good news. You good feel me? News. So last season on God Friend and Me, the God Friend and Me cast came up with this challenge called Pay It For a Challenge. So basically all you do is to be a part of this, you would um, tell them about something awesome you have done, something big or small, some type of plant. So just for instance, if you help someone out at the at the store or someone needed help or you know any way that you can help someone just the little 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 things that matters um which keep us all keeping the positivity in this world and being awesome um for example like myself um because i was thinking about like what can i do and yesterday i was getting some gas the lady she asked if she can go ahead and put some gas in my car you know they usually do that for tips i didn't think i really had no funds or i didn't think i didn't want to give no money Anyway, I told her, no, thank you. I did my own gas, but I overheard her, and I talked to her, and I was just like, hey, were you working for tips? And she was like, yeah, I just want to get some fruits. And I went ahead and was led on my heart to bless her with something because I didn't have change on me. Um, And it felt really good, of course. To me, I feel it is always better to give than to receive. Um, But that was just like something paying it forward. So I want to extend that invitation to you guys, our awesome friends, to go ahead and pay it forward some way, somehow. Um, Awesomely, if you want to see some great examples, you guys can go on Brandon's um, Instagram. Oh, and do we have a video? We did it's have a video, but oh, unfortunately video it didn't go in. through. Yeah, no. it's okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the you, video didn't go through. So, Twitter, it's on but Twitter. you can find it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. go ahead and go ahead and um, go on Brandon's um, Instagram. That is at Brandon. What is Michael that Hall. friend? Brandon oh, yeah, Michael, Michael Hall. Hall you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And you guys can go ahead and look on his page. He has awesome videos of some of the cast members all explaining certain um, pay it for it stories they were that really you guys great sent stories. in. They were really mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But to end that in, um, I seen a beautiful thing that he said. And he said, you don't need to be friended by God to make a difference. And I thought that was really sweet. Because wow. there's opportunities everywhere. That. You know, just by helping someone with directions. Yes. Lending a charger because someone's phone's going to die. Anything. Give some change. It doesn't matter what it is. We all can make a difference. So mm-hmm. I want to extend that invitation to my friends Yay. and to you guys. Yay. And that is it with the good news. We're really Awesome. I'm sorry <laughs> to pay it forward. I'll leave a comment. You know, not to be like, oh, this is what I did. But I'll try to get a little pay it forward and, you know, put a comment below and you guys do the same. So before we get out of here and talk predictions, let's get into our special segment, God Speaks. So this is the segment where we talk about things that 
um, where we think God was speaking to us or something that moved us forward. So does anybody have anything that came to them this week where you're like, you know what? That was God. Yeah. Well, I, I want to like say what God spoke and also speak to our friends on the live because, you know, Ivan had said something on the live. They said, you know, that this show doesn't really try to make believers or uh, it's about religion necessarily, the show, and that we talk about religion a lot. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say that even on tonight's episode, Rakesh was someone who expressed like, hey, I may not talk about my beliefs all the time, but I I don't got a podcast (laughs) to blast it out, but I do believe in certain things. And fortunately, we do have a podcast to air out what we believe. We some of us believe, some of us don't. Some of us believe in all kinds of different things. And same with y'all in the chat. Continue to talk to us about what you believe. And we're here to just love on one another. But, yeah. you know, we're just here to talk about the things we care about. So with that being said, <laughs> what I heard this morning was you've made mistakes in the past that caused you to go through experiences you rather avoid in the future. Mm. Maybe you dated the wrong person. Maybe you took on the wrong job or allowed people to disrespect you. Whatever it was, just know that you were doing your best at your level of consciousness and that it cannot constrict your freedom to decide going forward. You're wiser now. Mm -hmm. Those mistakes helped tremendously. You're entering a phase where you'll want to be open and free with your decisions. You're attracting better now. Live your life as if you've never made a poor decision. And Man, I respect uh, that. That is like the perfect word. I needed that so bad going into this new orbit of my birth. It was just like... Yo, my mistakes are not who I am. Amen. And I can't continue to walk in those mistakes. And I do want to live free in a way where, like, I want to make decisions moving forward as if I didn't make those mistakes. Like, that's how children are. Children forget, like, today at church, one of the little boys, he peed on himself in front of everybody. <laughs> and it's like, it happens, you know, it happens, it happens when you're a little kid, you know? I love that this is the example. And, and you know, tomorrow, he's not going to, like, not Come get up shit. in the morning yeah. and put on his pants and walk around because he's living with the fact that he peed in front of everybody, you yeah. know? And I think that's children amazing. have this way of, they keep going, and we just hold on to those scars. Yeah, this feels like a Billy Madison. I love it. Oh, I just feel like good energy. Yes. What about for you guys? That was amazing, friends. So um, thank thanks. you so much for that. For God speaking to me, it's kind of different. I was told to not speak. So mm-hmm. I had got some awesome information this week, um, this week, probably like Wednesday, and um, just a lot of epiphanies, and I felt God in everything I was doing, like literally from braiding hair to going to work to driving to talk to my parents to get an opportunity, and I was like, oh my goodness, it's wow. All connected, like what everything's on the same word, and I was so excited that I can cry and I wanted to call, talk to somebody and express that to them. And I called my mom, she didn't answer. I called some guys, um, <laughs> they didn't answer. Oh and I heard God say, Be still, mm-hmm. and I was like, Nah, I gotta talk to somebody, and they right. didn't answer. And then I like stayed in my car and I was like, Let's just write it out because clearly you want to get it off your chest. So mm-hmm. I journalized it, and then that was the first time I really felt like being still. like this ain't for everybody you know what I'm saying sometimes when God speaks so to good. you it's not for you to speak and tell everyone else because it's not for them to know it's for you to experience it and I shut up yeah. and when the time we're is right I'll be more show. than yeah, oh. right. I'll be so that is some growth yeah. that is possible yeah. and that's you know when the time is right I'll be more than happy to you know share um, it. share it but I think it's levels to it so mm-hmm. I think it won't happen until like the future when it's just like boom like all of this happened and this is why I told you to be quiet so I'm gonna wow. be you know I'm gonna honor that and I'm gonna be respectful and um yeah and be obedient 
I'm so. really, I'm really weird with that. Like, I don't like to jinx things, but I really want to tell the people that I care mm-hmm. about. But I'm like, but I don't want to jinx it. And what if it doesn't pan out? Let me just like wait and see it through. So right. I think sometimes it's important to just like give yourself the win mm-hmm. and not rely on external validation of people telling you you're awesome when you yeah. know you're awesome. Come on, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So <laughs> I, for me, I was going through this weird rough patch career wise, and I was just like, what am I doing? Like, I'm not getting where I want to be. And I go through ebbs and flows of this, where I feel like I'm up here, then I feel like I'm down here, then I feel like I'm up here again, because it's the industry. So I was going through this, like, tough time, and my best friend was talking to me, and she's like, you know, like, why don't you just go to law school? Like, you would love law school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, maybe. And I was just, like, thinking about it, and I was like, this just isn't working out. And then the next day... Um, I was like on the phone with a casting director and she was like, I love your stuff. You're so good. Um, don't get discouraged by the industry. You just have to like keep pushing and you're going to find something that's good for you. She gave me some very motivational advice. And then something else she said that was crazy because it was something that I was talking about during the week and thinking about. She's like, oh, I love the way you dress. It's conservative and it's classy. And I was literally going through this weird phase where everyone's like, why don't you dress a little sexier? Why don't you show a little bit more skin? And I remember thinking, well, I don't want to have to. Like, this is who I am. Like, I don't want to have to change it up. (laughs) And it was nice and reassuring and validating to have someone respect how I dress and do things Mm -hmm. and not just kind of like go with what everyone else is doing. Like, not sex it up as much. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's good stuff. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, so for me, I've been hitting a rough patch of my own um, where I was experiencing a lot of anger and rage. Um, so I had to come to the end of myself when it came to that. And, you know, I had a lot of conversations. I'm blessed to be surrounded by good people because mm. when I don't got it, somebody got my arm, my leg, my shoulder, you know, so I can stay up. Um, but I think what I got out of all of it and what keeps coming to me loud and clear and to be the answer to move into the next season is acceptance and surrender so those two i mean surrender is a word i'm just i'm if i'm not a tattoo person but if i was that's what because i'm i just believe in the word so much but acceptance and surrender so for me what i spent the week doing and we'll go into next week with is writing myself a new story because honey there are some old stories that are not serving me anymore. They're kicking my tail. And I know I'm being, like, pushed to purge. So I have my purging moment, and now I have my love moment, and I'm going to go ahead and write into, you know, my, my new story. Well, we are so proud much. of you, yes. friend. Yes. 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 yes, very necessary. Yes. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Um, before we get out of here... We got just a little bit on predictions. Anybody Your got a moment? After Buzz Boom. TV predictions. <laughs> no, what's up, Rakesh? Gonna bust up in his oh. girl house and be like, you know what? <laughs> we ain't got time for this, all right? Because you got some new dude at well, my boo. And I just hope we do that. We love you, Rakesh. Okay, that's my bad. Who writes on Facebook walls anymore? Me. You guys still do that? I don't yeah. do that. Honestly, my prediction is is that unfortunately, because they did this the back way and weren't being honest, Jaya's getting set up with this guy, and she's slowly but surely gonna fall for him. Absolutely. And they're Ooh. and it's not gonna work out. I'm sorry. Oh that's my, my God. prediction. Nobody's my prediction is um. Allie's going into ministry. Clearly, this is her calling. The f- apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yes. And those are my two big predictions. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I would say, I would piggyback off of something Mina said with Trish finding her passion. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping to see is that Trish just 
come on in and get a fresh wind of a calling and purpose of her own in this season and maybe help Arthur out. I would love um, to see them working together and her kind of being the helpmate to him in this new project, but enjoying on, her. Yeah. So that'd be awesome to see. I just, yeah, I'm just predicting like bigger storylines for Javicia. Uh, yeah. I think, I mean, for Allie. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, first name basis. Okay. That's your friend. First name. That's your friend. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, yeah, I feel like I love like the turn this is taking where she's going into the ministry. Kind of reminds me of like Seventh Heaven and Beverly. And I just, I like it. I like the storyline. I think it's good. Yes. And I don't know if I still believe in my prediction from last week about Kara having that, like, chemistry with a new guy at work because oh, yeah. she just said I love you to Miles, and I feel like now this is going to be a weird curveball that gets mm. thrown in. So I don't mm. know when that's going to play out, but I feel like it is eventually going to shake things up a bit. <laughs> All right, well, you guys share well, with us your predictions, well, and we will well. see you next week, same time, same place, for episode 8 of God Friended Me. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And you know your favorite Afro-Latina, Franceli here. Hang out with me at all the things at Selly Hangout. And if you want to hang out with me, too, you can hit me up on Instagram, and that is RoachBaby, R-O-A-C-H-B-A-Y-B-E-E. You guys can all find me on Instagram as well, at Magic. I am your movie expert. We have a lot of good movies coming out this year, so tune into that. Bye. 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 Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.